0: and I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Hey, what's going on? It's Johnny King. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And You know, I've not done a podcast episode on the topic of grieving. However, if you are, whether you're, you know, a routine listener or this is the first episode that you're given a go on uh, a lot of times I'm just <laughs> I come up with content that is uh, you know relatable at least to me because it's stuff that I'm experiencing. So in truth I've been experiencing uh, loss lately. I've been grieving uh, loss and it's not my first rodeo however it's interesting for me uh and i hope that you know if you'd seen you know the topic of this podcast and you thought enough to to listen to it i imagine then that you're you know maybe it's just something that you're curious about or you're going through you're grieving some loss right now and for that i uh my heart goes out to you um I think it's one of the hardest things to to deal with in in life um you know i i <laughs> i recently got a, a new puppy and uh already love him so much but i've had a lot of dogs growing up and uh and i know for a lot of my friends and my siblings who have had dogs that have passed away you know like losing a losing a dog losing a, a cat um Sometimes I think for people who don't have pets, <laughs> they can see this type of stuff on social media and they're like, oh, come on, it's just a dog or a cat, but it literally is like a family member, right? And so whether we're talking about a, a loss of a pet, a loss of a parent, a loved one, a loss of a job, a relationship, something that you, you know, had invested in and it is no longer, man, it can be fucking tough. Really tough. And it all, almost seems like the the more the more that you experience and grieve, whatever the emotions are that come to the surface, uh, the more the more there is to <laughs> to dig into. And now I think knowing that there's part of me that, uh, and I'm just being totally honest, like there's a part of me that just the thought of that is exhausting. It's like what? <laughs> Except. I also know now, having done you know enough personal development work over the years, that um, that that's just a universal truth. Is as much work as you could do. There's always going to be more work, and that shouldn't overwhelm you or scare you. If anything, hopefully it would actually inspire you or excite you, because it's like if you were a professional athlete or a professional in anything to think that there isn't an end destination to your growth and improvement is pretty freaking awesome the only the only reason why you know athletes kind of hit a uh, a pinnacle is because they kind of run into that junction point of like <laughs> age you know and just physical limitation you know that they, they just man they, they i can see it in Michael Jordan and Tom Brady and Kobe and LeBron, like all these Tiger Woods, it's like they, they if, if their body didn't age, if their body didn't break down, they just continually get better. So the beautiful thing I think about, quote unquote, becoming kings, which for me is like all about just becoming our best versions of ourselves and then knowing that you could be an even better version of yourself tomorrow. And then, two days could you know from now could be a better version than it is tomorrow, right? And so it's just constant, never-ending improvement. And it's not coming from a place of like, oh, because you're insecure, right? And and you're never enough. It's actually acknowledging that you are enough. Thank God. And through that acknowledgement that you're enough today, it's also the, the acceptance and the understanding that. You can be even better tomorrow. And with that, I say all that because going through grief and and experiencing the emotions of loss, um, yeah, there can be more there, and I'll I'll mention that in a second. That you don't even know is there, but it's good because it has it it then it it's needed to to come to the surface, right? But the the old version of me. And I say old because I actually kind of continually wrestle with this with this guy. <laughs> old patterns uh, come to the surface very easily, right? It's the way that I've been conditioned. And uh, I was talking to, to someone yesterday uh, who knew what type of loss I was going through. And they were saying, like, are you emotional about it? Are you tearful? I'm like, honestly, <laughs> I'm doing everything I can to not experience it, to not cry, to not go into that sadness. Because there is fear that like, well, for, for me at least, there's there's the experience or, or belief that if I go into that, I'll never be able to c- pull my way back out. And what's the point of going into that? Because I'm better off right now. <laughs> Not feeling that, so why would I purposefully go into pain? And yet, I do it on a consistent basis physically. You know what I mean? Like I go into the gym, I'm good. I'm good sitting in the apartment in, in the parking lot, and yet I willingly pay money to go into a gym to inflict pain, to create all these kind of micro tears in my muscles so that what so that they will heal and when they heal they actually will heal even stronger right so over time i will create greater strength physically and this process of you know experiencing your emotions and feelings is no different i just know for me it's just not as much fun (laughs) as going into the gym but for some people they might be more comfortable experiencing their emotions than they are going to the gym it's all relative right so that's what i'm saying in 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 general uh just being totally transparent when i've been recently dealing with this sense of loss and kind of grieving that there's there's been a part of me that's like no i I don't want to feel it like i know intuitively (laughs) and instinctively that i should not to mention my coach and other friends of mine say, you know what, you should probably sit with that, and I'm like, yeah, 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 like, again, like, I I intellectually know that what they're saying is right, but but my protective, like, patterns are like, but I don't want to go there, I don't want to experience sadness, I don't want to experience the pain, I don't want to experience the disappointment, the anger, the regret. Whatever it is that's inside me that that is, ugh, I don't want to feel it. So I shove it down. I start to feel like this thing come up in my throat. That right behind that is like tears. And I shove it down. I literally, it's like tears are coming up and I can swallow the tears back down. Have you ever experienced that? I think guys in general are really good at suppressing their feelings, right, because it doesn't, at least for me, I, I was raised kind of with that notion that it doesn't get you anywhere, right, like, what was that, that movie, oh, God, there's so many freaking movies, of course, that that teach this, but Tom Hanks, uh, women's baseball, and he says, like, there's no crying in baseball, right, the whole idea of, like, no, no, you, you can't be emotional, because You become this, like, helpless pile of, you know, tears and emotion, and and there's nothing that that person can do to forward things along, right? And in my masculine brain, so much of it is about forward movement and results and action, right? And so the idea of sitting with your emotions, to me... for a lot of my life has been like, well, what's the point of that, right? My masculine brain is literally asking that question. What's the point of doing that? (laughs) Now I have learned over the years, like, okay, I see. (laughs) The point of actually experiencing emotions, especially those that are painful, is that that's the process of actually moving them up and out of you. Otherwise, they act as like a cancer. They literally will eat you from the inside out. And for me, with my emotions and repressing whatever's coming up, anger, well, anger's really kind of like a secondary emotion. Anger, a lot of times, is just masking, like I said, the, the sadness, the disappointment, the loneliness, the regret, You know, but, but all the, we don't fully realize it, but the, all of the energy that it takes to repress all of those emotions, it's exhausting. And of late, I've not been doing a very good job of letting those emotions out. (laughs) I laugh somewhat because it's really not funny. It's more like, uh, I don't know exactly what it's like, but it's like, I, I just know better, like I said, in my head, but then when it comes to actually following through on what I know in my head, it's so much harder, right? How many times have have you heard, or maybe you've even said it yourself, like, I know what I need to do, I just don't do what I know, right? And it's the, it's the same type of thing. So, you know, ultimately, I've just really kind of struggled with tapping into my emotions, and even though I can talk a good game on this podcast, I can write about things, I can experience, like, there's still walls, (laughs) there's still, um, maybe not even walls, but yeah, I could say that, like, just resistance, you know, hesitation to allowing myself to go to those emotional hurt places. Because deep down inside, there's actually like this little wounded boy, as cliche as this is, that is just wanting to be loved, wanting to to be enough, and not wanting to feel like he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I in, in talking with my coach uh, recently... She said, she "Just she just highly recommended that I that I sit with whatever I'm feeling." Uh, another way of stating that is like just to literally experience your emotions. Now I'm not good with that. I mean, it's not that I'm not good. I'm not. Um, I'm not super skilled at being able to tap into that. That's what I meant. I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that recommendation. But then there's been times I'm like okay, I get again, I get what you're saying, but I don't know how to actually do that, and I think for men, I could tell you, hey, bro, like, sorry you lost your, your dad, yeah, yeah, like, you guys were best friends, like, some guys are really, really good at being in touch with their emotions, and other guys aren't, right, so, if you are a guy that's really good at feelings, emotions, you probably don't, you know, everything that I'm saying, you're probably nodding your head, like, yep, that's pretty, you know, common sense. But for those of us that are not, you know, at least me growing up, there wasn't a whole I don't see a whole lot of emotion from my dad. My dad wasn't even around much. I just didn't I didn't see a whole lot of men showing much emotion whatsoever, especially not in the movies, <laughs> right? Or the cartoons. So, I'm so grateful. So, so grateful to my coach and her husband. They have this program which I need to give them a shout out, and I highly, highly recommend it. I'm not; they have no idea that I'm talking about this. I have no stake in this. I'm not getting any type of, you know, commission because I'm recommending this. It's just so good, and I've mentioned it to so many of my my buddies and my clients um, over this past year. They've got this breath work and meditation like program essentially online, right? And with all of these different um, like video modules where her Christine Hasler is my coach, her husband Stephanos, he'll lead the breath work for like 15 minutes and then for 15 minutes she'll lead a meditation. Now they have this like it's called uh, love amplified like breath and meditation little workshop, okay so, They've got things, uh, little areas that you can work on. So whether you're feeling stress or anxiety, anger, stagnation, love, loneliness, old patterns, and the very last one, grief. I, again, just (laughs) just being a guy or whatever, like we talk about breath work. I'm like, oh, come on. Like what? What is breath work? Like I think about breath work as like, what you see on you know TV, about women who are learning how to, to breathe, you know prior to you know, they're going to classes with their husband, right before they have a child. It's like like okay what is, what, what is this all? And then of course, okay, I understand a little bit more. I've gotten a little bit more experience with yoga. And breath work with yoga, cool. And then I got a little bit more experience with breath work and some of my other, but and over time, it's kind of like chipped away at my natural, like, you know, ego, protective ego. It's like, come on, breath work seems kind of hokey, right? Like, if you're not a fan of breath work, you might be feeling the same way that I did, which is like, what? What is breath work? What the hell? It was so interesting. Okay, so I did the grief one recently. And, uh, and Stefanof, Stefanos leads the breath work. And the breath work was specific. I, it was fascinating. You, you just have to do it. But the breath work for 15 minutes, one minute we were doing this type of breath work, then the next minute we do another type of breath work, then we go back to this next one for another minute and back to the other one for... We did it for 15 minutes, 15 or 16 minutes. And you would be surprised, at least I was, at how that helped massively, uh, and some of his promptings allowed me to tap into those raw emotions that were deep down inside, and what came up for me was, was I I, I grieved, I cried, I sobbed, I, I, like my whole body was convulsing, right, I'm doing this in my bedroom, you know, in the privacy of my own home, with my little dog next to me who for the first kinda of couple of minutes was like, What the hell is going on? until he realized, okay, <laughs> everything's okay. But I'm not, you know, ashamed to say that, like, man, like, that is so important. I've just I've just been so programmed to not cry, to not experience emotions, to stay quote unquote strong. And that's that's the problem. Is that I keep that bottled up inside, but eventually bursts out of me or it leaks out here and there in all the ways that that aren't healthy right this is a healthy way of getting you know your raw emotion out and so like my body was it was just crazy it was tingling it was buzzing with like energy as I was just letting I just was grieving grieving the loss that I was experiencing and uh and to Stephanos's, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess, point and uh, suggestion, I did a 40-minute work and meditation series and feel so much lighter, I would say, and yet I can still feel there's so much more there. And so I'll do it again tomorrow, and I'll do it again the next day, and I'll keep doing it, and maybe I'll jump into some of these other ones old patterns or loneliness or stagnation or anger or love I'll do a bunch of these other things because um, they're just so so valuable and because I'm just not good at <laughs> doing it myself seriously so anyways I highly recommend that you go to Christine hasler c h r i s t i n e Christine hasler h a s s l e r.com and you can find their love amplified breath and meditation program. And like I said, I don't get anything from this. I'm just highly recommending it like dude, if you if you're just angry, if you are stagnant in your life, like these are great tools. Thank God we have these type of tools. Because I can tell you right now, for me personally, just reading a book or even just, you know, journaling can help. All those things can help. This, for me, is super powerful. So I want you to try it out. See what you think. If it doesn't work for you, cool. But I give you the, the kudos just for even having the the cojones to, to try something new. You know, because as, as Stephanos says, when we feel, we move. When we move, we allow. As we allow, we discover. As we discover, we create, and as we create, we evolve, and that's what it's all about, man. It's all about evolving, you know. So that's all I suggest. That's the best way. And 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 as I was saying, like, as I'm grieving this loss, I then also, what came up was also like feeling the need to grieve the loss of my mom who passed away in 2006. I didn't know that was that was in there. That was part of it. Like, oh shit, okay. Well, I'll go with it. There's a big part of surrendering to whatever comes up. So, anyways, hope this is helpful. I appreciate you listening as always. Look forward to catching up with you on another episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Until we meet again, have an amazing rest of your day. Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say, hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.